first thing, I'm sorry for my hiatus. It was not intentional. I um, I just screwed up. I mean, I had a, a slew of, of episodes in the can, and all of a sudden, uh, a number of people canceled, leaving me without episodes. So I apologize. I'm normally a pretty consistent guy. So this week, we're going to uh, talk about deal stats, the first quarter 2020 Review just came out, and for those of you that don't know about deal stats, this is the market data that uh, most appraisers use for for the the smaller companies, um, you know, under twenty million dollars in in revenue, and it's uh, produced by Business Value Resources, which uh, you know they've been collecting private uh, company data for gosh, I'll bet you thirty years or so. This installment of deal stats is an interesting one. We're we're going to. Uh, Talk about uh, some of the decreasing uh, earnings multiples that uh, are coming out. So let's get into it. Thanks for listening. Please welcome. Please welcome. Welcome. This is another episode of the Defenders of Business Value podcast, a podcast where we talk about what makes a business valuable, learn the tips and tactics to increase your company's value that only veteran dealmakers know. And now here's your host, Ed Misogland. So the first thing we we notice in, in this latest report by Deal Stats is that the EBITDA multiples have declined again. And EBITDA, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the term, it's earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. It uh, it tends to be a, uh, a useful metric for valuing companies. So over the last, let's see, over the last four of the five quarters that uh, the EBITDA multiples have decreased. And so that's a uh, that's pretty interesting. I, from a what does that tell us? I don't think that there's necessarily a, a, a challenge on the horizon. I think that we're seeing a lot of business owners that have held on to their companies and probably have not reinvested. And as a result, um, buyers are penalizing the sellers um, for some of that uh, capital expenditure that they're going to have to, to make. So as we look at the EBITDA, margins and or multiples and margins uh the interesting thing is that the margins the ebitda margin over across all industries seems to remain steady at 11 percent. and then as we look at across all industries the ebitda multiple is 4.4 so some of the higher performing company or industries that um that we're seeing See, I'll give you the top three uh, information services, which shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. I mean, uh, information, anything related to information and the sale or the use of it um, certainly commands a premium. Uh, next is mining, quarries, oil, and gas extraction. That uh, historically has always been a fairly aggressive um, area to be in. That uh, that multiple is running roughly at eight point six, and then coming in third place is finance and insurance. So it's probably a pretty good time to be in uh, in that space. Also, next we'll talk a little bit about pricing multiples and profit margins. And the first thing I, I guess I want to address is that size matters in business valuation. So the larger the company, the higher the multiples. It just it's just that way. And the reason it's critical mass. I mean, when 
when a large company has a bump in the road, it you don't necessarily feel it as much as if you have one or two people in your shop and something happens to one of them. And so, anyway, that's um, keep that in mind as we continue through this. So, as we look at at the median selling price to to net sales, um, it is the larger companies are running roughly about 1.4 times revenue, but the smaller companies. And when I say that I'm talking zero to 10 million in revenue, I mean, it is virtually, um, virtually identical. And that's coming in just a roughly 50% of revenue, which believe it or not happens to be a, a real, real rough rule of thumb. So, and it, by the way, and it has been that way since 2010. So over the course of a decade, there's not a whole lot of volatility in, in the revenue multiple. And I guess what I'd like for you to take away from this is, you know, multiples and granted, you have to, to do some value work, but generally speaking, the multiples, when you're dealing sub $10 $10 million in revenue. It's just not a, a wild ride like it is in the stock market. It Multiples stay roughly the same. And so over the course of the 10 years, the larger the company, the 5 to $10 million had had a little bit of variability, but the the $5 million and, and below, uh, they, they just tracked pretty much the same at roughly 50%. So then... When we look at multiples, same kind of thing. The larger the company, the higher the multiple. Um, with exception of of this year for the ten million and greater, um, it, it again the multiple keeps dropping a little bit. It's uh, and this is when I say the multiple here. Uh, this is seller's discretionary earnings, and the calculation for it is. You add to the net income, your EBITDA, all right, so your earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization, your direct officer's compensation, and any discretionary or non-recurring expenses. And that'll give you your uh, SDE or seller's discretionary earnings. So as you as we're looking at um, the median selling price um, for your your five, believe it or not, the five to $10 million um, dollar multiple uh, jumped a, a little bit uh, between 2018 and 2019, up to about uh, th- three eight, 3.8, 3.9. Um, same thing with same thing with the one to five million and 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 uh, the sub million dollar revenue companies. I mean, it's tracking between two and three. Uh, and again, that's across all industries. And that's not to say that um, it doesn't. Uh, that's not to say that other industries have higher multiples. But as a uh, an overall look at s- small business deals, um, they're tracking roughly between uh, two two times and three times uh, SDE or seller's discretionary earnings. Next, uh, let's look at industry pricing multiples and profit margins and how they compare. Um, so deal stats did an analysis across 18 industry sectors. And when we look at the, 
the target companies that have uh, within industries that are asset heavy, meaning that uh, you know there's a lot of tangible assets, they uh, clearly trade at higher revenue and earnings based multiples than other industries. Um, and so probably you're asking yourself, why is that? Well, there it, it's likely because credit is so good right now that uh, you, you have an awful lot of leverageable assets that uh, facilitate premiums being paid. So as we look across all the 18 industries, um, your average multiple of revenue is 54%. Now, some of the higher producing the higher producing uh, multiples would be ag, uh, mining, utilities, um, certainly manufacturing information that I mentioned earlier, finance, uh, real estate, professional services, just to, to name a few. And I think th that was uh, six or seven that are above the, the median. Um, now, as far as what's what's dragging, well, I, as you might expect, retail. So anything that uh, is going up against Amazon, um, you know, they're sucking wind a little bit. So the next couple things I want to talk about are the the discounts between asking price and sale price, as well as the the time uh, it takes to to sell a company. So first one. Uh, the discounts. So what we're seeing or and what uh, deal stats has confirmed is that there is a little bit of a discount between asking price and sale price. And right now it is approximately 87% of asking price. And I think we're we're seeing we're seeing the same thing um, in our shop. One of the things that has considerably changed the the landscape of the the deal making at least in 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 our place is doing valuation work those business owners that come in cold and and just want to go to market without doing a lot of understanding what creates value in the company uh, we're just in a in a little bit more of a difficult situation to to effectively sell it now I can tell you those that do valuation work and those that learn how their business is going to be viewed through a buyer's eyes. It's an entirely different, entirely different situation. And almost we're, we're running between 70 and 80% success ratio. Um, when we do that depth of analysis and, and for you business owners, I would strongly suggest that, uh, you get a hold of somebody that does value work and, and, uh, help you understand how uh, a buyer is going to look at your business when that time comes to sell. So next, uh, the time to sell a company. Uh, this has been fairly consistent too. And again, this is across all industries, but um, all private targets that, that we're looking at. And it uh, it's running roughly 214 days over the course of the six years that I'm, I'm looking at, you know, in 2014, 15 and part of 16, I mean, it was, it was running a little shy of, uh, 200 days and only 17 through the end of 2019 uh, are we getting above the median of 207 days. So, I mean, if I'm a business owner, I'm planning on, you know, it's going to take nine months to sell the company. 
So that's about it from Deal Stats. I'll have a uh, a link so you can go to Deal Stats and download this uh, this report. Now, obviously, they're going to uh, ask you for your your contact information in order to to get it. But nevertheless, it's a it's a a good if. if if you follow valuations, it's a uh, it's a, a real helpful tool to see what's happening. So the the main takeaways that uh, for you business owners out there, those sub ten million dollar companies, those multiples don't vary widely. So your so for planning purposes, getting some guidance on value should be able to lead you to a successful exit. And as always, if there's anything that I can do for you. I would be happy to share what what I know and I'll I'll be candid when I have to turn on the meter. So thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week. This was another episode of the Defenders of Business Value Podcast. For more episodes packed with strategies to increase the value of your business, visit DefendersOfBusinessValue.com for show notes, transcripts, and free tools to start you on your journey. Subscribe now so you don't miss any future episodes.